Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. promises to you, working in your life, unexpected, subtle ways. It'll encourage you when the hard times come to see his hand present in it. God is constantly at work. He never stops moving in each of our lives. However, sometimes he moves in subtle ways. In today's message, Pastor David will be telling us about how important it is to be aware of the subtle ways God works. He reminds us that when we face opposition, these serve as reminders that he is still with us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapter 23 as he concludes his message, What Did You Expect? Most of the time you don't really have much to lose if you share the gospel with somebody. Very rarely going to incur some significant cost there. And even if we do, it's maximum 80 years of cost and then eternity payoff. So it's still a good investment. And I think a lot of times we get hung up on thinking of this like it's a skill. Like I'm not educated enough to share the gospel. I don't have a degree in it. I haven't been walking with Jesus that long. I'm not sure. So, But in reality, I think sharing the gospel with people is more like running than like brain surgery. You don't have to study for it so much. If if you know Jesus, you just have to do it. There's research you can put in, right? But more than anything, you need to do it. Like It's good to learn. If you're going to run, it's good to research proper form and what are the right things to take in and, you know, do I need these little carbohydrate packs and, how you know, how much water is, is appropriate if I'm going to try to run a marathon, right? Those are all good things. The information is good. But mostly, you just have to run. Like, just do it. And a lot of times we're reading about the gospel and reading about evangelism and coming to church. And like, I, I can tell you exactly how to run a marathon, but I wouldn't do it, right? Just tell people. And he tells us he has laid things out. Your father has prepared good works for you to walk in. So just ask him, father, what are the good works today that you have prepared for me to walk in? And then look for him. On that note, one last thing, verse 16. When Paul's sister's son 
heard of their ambush, he went and entered the barracks and told Paul. And Paul called one of the centurions and said, take this young man to the commander because he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the commander and said, Paul, the prisoner, called me and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to say. And the commander took him by the hand, went aside and asked privately, what is it that you have to tell me? He said, the Jews have agreed to ask that you bring Paul down to the council tomorrow as though they were going to inquire more fully about him. But don't yield to them, for more than 40 of them lie in wait for him, men who have bound themselves by an oath that they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him. Now they're ready, waiting for the promise from you. So the commander let the young man depart, commanded him, tell no one that you've revealed these things to me. And he called two centurions, saying, prepare 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen. So this is almost 500 soldiers to go to Caesarea about the third hour of the night, provide mounts to set Paul on, bring him safely to Felix the governor. He wrote a letter in the following manner, Claudius Lysias to the most excellent governor, Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. Coming with the troops, I rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman. When I wanted to know the reason they accused him, I brought him before the council, and I found out that he was accused concerning the questions of their law, but had nothing charged against him deserving of death or chains. When it was told to me that the Jews lay in wait for the man, I sent him immediately to you, and also commanded his accusers to state before you the charges against him. Farewell. Then the soldiers, as they were commanded, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. The next day they left the horsemen to go on with him and return to the barracks. And when they came to Caesarea and had delivered the letter to the governor, they also presented Paul to him. And when the governor had read it, he asked what province he was from. And when he understood that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will hear you when your accusers have also come. And he commanded him to be kept in Herod's praetorium. Fourth thing to take note of here. Expect subtle miracles, quiet miracles. Do you see how many little ways Jesus worked here behind the scenes? Paul's nephew, not just any young person, right? But Paul's nephew overheard the plot to kill Paul at just the right place, at just the right time. We read about how Paul had been beaten by the Romans before they heard him out and realized that he was a Roman citizen. So they had broken the law. So they're super careful now about not doing anything wrong by Paul. Because they know Paul could get them in a lot of trouble. And I mean, the fact that Paul even had a Roman citizenship was super rare. That was not a normal thing for a Pharisee to have. He was a Jewish man in an occupied territory. But he had Roman citizenship somehow. We have no idea how that happened, but he did. Take note of the subtle ways, the behind-the-scenes ways that God is at work in your life. And thank him for them. I kept having Proverbs twenty two nineteen come to mind as I was reading through this passage in the next couple of sections. It says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. Paul excelled in his work, and he stood before kings. He stood in chains in a way he didn't expect, right? But... What a strange, miraculous thing God did. He would go to stand before Nero. He stood before many Roman leaders after this. And ultimately, he stood before the king 
Watch for the ways God is fulfilling his promises to you and working in your life. Unexpected, subtle ways. It'll encourage you when the hard times come to see his hand present in it. I have one little story. My mom's family is from Denmark. And when the Nazis occupied Denmark, the Danish king would ride through the streets on horseback to show solidarity with the Danish resistance. And I just think it's such a good picture, mental picture to have. There's a sense in which that's how he describes this time to us. Right now, the world around us is under the sway of the wicked one. It's occupied territory. The enemy is defeated. But that defeat is still being manifested. God's patient. He's wanting to give every last person opportunity to turn to him and to to turn against the enemy and turn against our own destruction and to join with him as the king. And so he's patient and he's taking his time in the way that he's pushing back the kingdom of darkness. And he invites us to join him in the opposition. So let's adjust our expectations. It's a war. It's going to hurt. But if we embrace that, let it have its perfect work in our lives, let it show us the things that it needs to show us about our own hearts, and recognize that God will work through the, even the attacks of the enemy. He'll turn those things for good. But he also promises that he's going to bring justice to that. This is not to say that every attack is, is all about you learning a lesson. Like God says he's going to bring justice to those things. So right now, just join the king in the fight. Embrace the fact that it's going to hurt, there's going to be an opposition, and just join him in it. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305 531 
2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 